Welcome back, everyone, to Paranormal or Reality. This is your host, like always, Joe. Hope you guys had a great Thursday. I wanted to have, uh, have a total ghost story, guys. It's been a little over a week. I know I've, the past couple of podcasts has been pretty much just discussing the co-hosts, um, our guest co-hosts for the week, and just updates that I've been giving you guys. But I have a total ghost story. So I do a, a special edition here, Thursday Night Ghost Stories. So the story begins, guys, and it was about, I think this happened about, ooh, over 10 years ago. One of my cousins um, decided to stay the summer at my grandma's house. My my grandma has a decent house, um, four-bedroom, good-sized house. Um, but in one of the rooms, is pretty much well-known as the ghost room, or in, in Spanish terms, the cocuy room. And within this room, it was it's kind of a weird design. So it was a bedroom. And then on the outside was like the washroom. So what they ended up doing was knocking down that wall and just connecting the, the instead of having to go outside to do laundry, connecting the washroom with that bedroom. So it was kind of like open. And throughout time, there had, people that had stayed in that room always saw shadows and knocking and stuff like that. So the backstory about it is my grandma was helping out a friend, a couple. Um, they, uh, from what I was told, they, they lost their jobs and they didn't have a place to stay. So my grandma allowed them to stay in, at the house, at the, her house and in that bedroom. Um, so that lady was, uh, my dad Calv told me this from this point of view. Um, she was kind of an off lady. And she had this weird suitcase, like old school. This is back in, I think my dad was ooh, 10 or 11. So back in the late 70s, early 80s. And uh, this lady had like this, the way he described it was like an old suitcase. Very old. And it was like creepy. It was like one of those like creepy suitcases. And she brought it in and they had their luggage in there. And I guess the rumor is that this lady was like, I don't know if she was a witch per se, but... She practiced witchcraft and did like the Ouija board, tarot cards, and very active in that type of stuff. So uh, my godmother um, was very interested. She was single. She was very um, intrigued by this lady's um, abilities pretty much. So she asked her like, hey, can you do a reading for me? So the lady, the witch, the we'll just call her this point of view, the guest the guest says, yeah, of course. Uh, so from what I was told, she did the reading. And then after the reading, she tells her, hey, would you like to play the Ouija board? And my godmother, being curious about it, says, yeah, of course, let's, let's play. So they begin to play. And one of my aunts at the time, I think she was like nine. Uh, she was, she, she, she told me this part of the story that she was, outside the bed I'm in the bedroom she's outside the the door to the bedroom and it was kind of like slightly open like kind of cracked and she was like watching and stuff and then she could kind of see the the game going on and the way she described it was about five six o'clock in the summer and it always like the room just got darker like it just got dark like if someone covered the window um with darkness it wasn't like pitch black but it got darker and she says that she saw as she was looking because she got more intrigued just sticking her head more 
into the door to try to look inside that she saw a shadow come through the wall like, like a shadow person and at that point she yells she's pretty much screamed and ran down the hallway and my godmother cow um, got out of whatever trance or whatever she was doing while she was playing the Ouija board and at that point um, they stopped playing so then shortly after that uh, my grandma got wind of it and she just didn't want that type of stuff around the kids or in her house and shortly after that they end up leaving the location but uh, so she ended up leaving uh, a book there and my grandma just kind of eh, didn't think too much about it threw in whatever box or storage within the property and after that it just became that room that I don't know because of whatever the I don't know if they conjure anything I, I don't know to be honest with you but um, that room became just the kokui room the, the boogeyman room and every, I've had multiple cousins, aunts, um, well, different people, family members that have stayed within the in that room. And within time, they see stuff and it just gives an uneasy feeling. Um, so going back to the story with my cousin, he um, decides to come for the summer. He's complete skeptic, doesn't believe. So he comes in and decides to stay in that room. And there's three other rooms available, but he decides to stay in that room. Um, so wherever it may be, I, I think to be honest with you, the main reason he wanted to stay in the room is it had a way, it still kept the way uh, in the washroom. There's still a doorway to go outside and he, he liked to smoke. So I think that's one of the reasons why I think he kind of wanted that room specifically. Um, so anyway, he, he's sleeping there. Um, he says it's about like a little past midnight. He's just sleeping there. And um, all of a sudden, he um, sees this shadow over him. He's trying to sleep. He, he, he dozes off a little bit. And all of a sudden, like, he feels like he uh, he can't move. He's trying to, and it's like a dark shadow over him. And he's like, what? He's trying to, you know, um, fight it off, kind of. He's, and he starts to pray. He starts to pray. And he says, after he prays, he said, he said the Lord's Prayer a good five to seven times before, like, the shadow stopped. And it just slowly backed away. And then it went into the wall. And he jumps up. He runs to the restroom. He's in disbelief. He doesn't know what just happened. Um, how can you explain a shadow grabbing you or preventing you to uh, move? So he goes to the restroom and he sees these marks on his arm. Almost looks like someone grabbing him. So he ends up getting more freaked out. So he ends up just sleeping in his car that night. And when he told me the story... Uh, he was like, I never seen someone stutter or be so wanting to change the subject. And yeah, I've asked him a couple times since then if, uh, if because shortly after this, so he sleeps in the car, and very next day he moves all his stuff out of the room and he goes and picks a different room to stay in. And that's pretty much how the, the story goes like, his experience within that, that place. He just doesn't want, and anytime someone brought up the subject, he just changed the subject. He didn't want to reminisce of what happened to him. But, uh, but yeah, guys, I would never personally play with a Ouija board. Uh, I don't know. There's been different points of views. Um, I've interviewed people and just talked to them. 
that sometimes some some stuff happens. Sometimes people say nothing happens, but not to chance. And I will never play with it, guys. Uh, you don't know what type of energy that board has. You don't know what type of contact you can make. And why invite something that negative into your life? That's just my whole point of view. Uh, but if you guys have any comments or if you guys play the Ouija board, send me a message and we could talk about it. But like always, guys, embrace your experiences. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Big stuff coming soon, guys. We're going to be doing more of the interactive podcasts with the co-guests. So if you guys are interested, I've been saying it all week and I will continue to say it. I want to allow you guys to have the opportunity to join me. Talk about anything you want. Ghost stories, encounters. If you have a ghost book, if you guys got a YouTube channel, if you guys got podcasts, whatever you guys have. I want you guys to get a fair share and we could collaborate and just discuss the paranormal guys. And once again, enjoy the rest of your night. I'll see you guys later on.